Hey guys, real quick break. Wanted to tell you about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place. The cool thing is it's actually for free, which you can use right from your phone, your computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll also distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard everywhere from Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Easily make money from your podcast. No minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Quick shout out guys to our sponsors, Anglesey Family Chiropractic. They're in Coeur d'Alene, they're in Spokane Valley. Dr. Craig Anglesey, I've known this dude for 30 plus years. He's an amazing family man, awesome chiropractor, will get you feeling great, go check him out. Hey, I also wanna give a shout out to the Threads Podcast, Life Unfiltered. Look, listening to this show is like sitting around a campfire with your best friends. The talk is real, the humor is natural, and personal growth is sparked by authenticity. Go check him out. Threads Podcast, Life Unfiltered. You're the founder of Baller Media, Corey. Thank you so much, man, for your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, I think you're pretty great, so this is cool. Dude, I have to say, this is the best backdrop I've ever seen any of my guests have, so thank you for putting that chair in the middle of the field, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, man. This is beautiful. It's like, it's this is uh, social distancing at, the, at, the, at its finest. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> But uh, I'd like to go back to the beginning, man. Where'd you grow up? What was childhood like for you? Uh, well, I, I grew up in, I was born in northern Idaho, Coeur d'Alene. I uh, moved around a little bit around the Pacific Northwest as I grew up. Uh, I moved to Seattle, Spokane, back to Coeur d'Alene. I graduated high school in Rathdrum, Idaho. Grew up that way. Um, had a really tough, just my childhood was really tough and um, a hard upbringing, but um eventually got out of it i don't know how much details in regards to that how we go but yeah uh, just kind of had to come out of it and instead of instead of actually healing from all the trauma of my past i just buried it in a uh in a pit of entrepreneurship which is good for entrepreneurship but now i have to deal with all of the all of the things in my life and i think that kind of what my life is at right now just explaining that and and working through all those things. I think it's a, a cool process. Yeah, absolutely. Did you always want to be an entrepreneur? No, no. Uh, not at all. Uh, <laughs> I, I just think that for me, it's hard to say, it's hard to have a, a general awareness of yourself. Uh, but if you take yourself outside, right, and you look at who you are, I think this, my, my, my gift is I'm, I can, you know how, people can just naturally do something like play a piano or, you know, just, they just know. I just think that I've always been really good at processing quickly what I'm seeing and then communicating it. And so yeah. it just kind of turned into a marketing agency. And I think that if you have the ability to create analogies and ways to communicate where everybody can understand something, I think that's a, that's pretty cool. And that's kind of where I, that's my groove. Uh, yeah. It has its curses and its blessings, but I, I'm trying to trying to take that and put it somewhere that's a little bit more beneficial to myself and people that are around me and my family. Yeah, I mean, ever since I've known you for a few years now and online, you're always so positive. What keeps you so positive all the time? Uh, necessity. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have to be positive because that's the thing, man. 
and I haven't really talked about this very much. I actually have never talked about this publicly, but <laughs> when people say that, like that, that is a common thing, right? You're positive. Like, that's really great. But I'll be honest, man, like in deep down in my heart, I think we can all just really identify with this is I'm positive because I have spent so many years trying to win the affections and affirmations of the public. Like I really wanted to feel valued, validated and appreciated and loved by those around me. And more than, more than that, by people that don't even know me or nor the people that I know, I love bringing joy and happiness and positivity to the, to the, to the, uh, to the world right or whatever world that i say is the world right. to a society of in my sphere however i have done that a lot at my own expense um i have not really channeled the gifts inside to the places that it really needed to go which was into my own life into my family um into my children sometimes i think that if we're not careful we can use the positive gifts inside of our hearts and our minds and we can, what does the Bible say, right? It talks about like casting like things on rocks, right? Instead mm -hmm. of fertile ground. I've yeah. done that more times than I can ever imagine. I have, I have completely taken beautiful seeds and gifts that I've been given by, by, by God or by any, by whatever, you know, we all, yeah, I've been given those gifts by God and I've just kind of like, and it's been great for the people or people around me in my circle, right? I, which I love. I love that content that I create, businesses that I create, bring people joy. But in the end, it's not, they're not at fault for enjoying it for a moment. And what I really want is I want to enjoy my life eternally, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what I found and learned the hard way is I have neglected to channel the positive things in my heart to the places that they really matter, where they are eternal, whether it be my belief in God or my family or my children. I've completely gone astray in regards to those things and it's hurt me pretty bad. But the positive part is that I have realized it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know? So that's yeah. it. Oh, dude, that's I mean, a great answer. Thank you for sharing, man. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a tendency to tangent a little bit. I'm sorry, bro. But no, I'll no, no. Try that was to, awesome. I'll try, to rein, I'll try to rein it in. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, dude. Your, your company used to be called CJEP Studios. It's now called yep. Baller Media. For those who don't know, why the name change and what's Baller Media all about, man? Yeah, I love the story about CJEP to Baller. So CJEP, my name used to be Corey Jepson, and uh, that's that's my birth name. And uh, so CJEP was simply like I was in college and I had this cool nickname that I, I created for myself. And it was like, I'm going to spell out the C in my name, Corey, just S-E-E. -E, and then I'm going to just put Jep at the end because Jepson, CJEP. And then I spelt it out. And I was like, well, I'll create, I'll create my company or I'll just name it that. So it was named after me. Four or five years go down the road. I started thinking my company was growing. I was like, I really don't like the company being named CJEP for many reasons. Number one, I don't like it being named after me because I want it to be more corporate. And then I also, uh, it was really hard to spell and it, 
didn't make any sense. People say see Jeep all the time. And uh, I was just like, I was like, okay, I'm going to get rid of it and I'm going to rebrand. And I, it was a, it's a big deal for business owners. So like if business owners watch this and they're always afraid of changing their logo or their name, they need to remember that no, you care so much more about your name and logo than anybody else does. And you could change it anytime and people will still follow you. They'll still understand. They'll vary their, they're very understanding of that. And uh, we get really hung up on that. We romanticize about that stuff. So yeah. I just changed it and it was just fine. I changed it to Baller Media. And Baller was just something I thought of. I thought it was really cool sounding, Baller Media. But then I didn't want it to, I didn't want the name and aesthetic to only target the demographic of young people, like millennials and younger, right? We all think like, Hey, if you hear the word baller, you're like, oh, you're a baller. You're awesome. You're cool. Like you're balling out. You're doing all these things. Yeah. I was like, yes, I want to target and invest the aesthetic of my company into the younger demographic because in the future, in 10 to 15 years, guess who's going to have all the money and to be in the driver's seat of the economy? Millennials. Yeah. They will be in charge. So I want to make sure that I'm addressing that and investing into that long-term future to where I will... You know how you go into a grocery store and you hear now you and I are hearing like Huey Lewis in the news and we're right. hearing maybe a little bit of Metallica somehow right. and you're hearing like that stuff wasn't acceptable, but now I'm here in the grocery store it's yeah. because we're in charge because yep. we're in charge. And so I'm kind of tried to address that. So, but I also understand that right now is we're not in charge. Well, we got baby boomers, right? They're, they're, our Gen Xers are in, kind of stepping in and they're in charge. And right. so I didn't want to spell it B-A-L-L-E-R. I wanted to spell it very strongly. B-A-H-L-R. No E, just B-A-H-L-R. It's five letters. Five letters in a name is great because there's a middle letter that balances it, right? Yeah. So you got the H and it has that aesthetic balance. That's something that a designer would love and I love it. That's where I come from. I was a designer first. Oh, nice. And uh, it addresses that older demographic that will not think when they see it, they won't be like, oh, that's for the kids. You know, they'll think, oh, that looks German. That looks <laughs> totally. like strong. And so I tried to just, so then I came up with that name. I introduced it. It was a really big deal when we introduced it. I, I unveiled it at a Christmas party and we started Baller on the very first, January 1st, 2019. Um, it was officially the new company. Uh, CJEP was Baller Media. And now, which also I haven't told anybody, I'll probably be dropping the media soon. It'll just be baller. Okay. So, nice. But yeah, and we'll still do the same thing. And you asked, you did ask, what do we do? Yeah. Uh, we're an advertising firm. Um, our job is to communicate uh, our clients' messages by any means necessary. You cannot have anything anymore in this world of any momentum or process or of perceived value to the community unless you're actually communicating. Sure, right. you can have a dope ass website logo brand and offering right you can have that but if you're not communicating that thing it's almost like having a really awesome boat and not taking it out on the lake or the ocean it just sits in the dock so the the communication portion is what we do we take your awesome boat we get in it not only do we teach you how to drive it but we teach you how great it is and then we show everybody else how awesome it is and they want to be your friend right so we help our clients communicate and we also build the boats yeah 
we build the boats too. Uh, we'll build websites, logos, brands for our clients. But we also set out those reasonable expectations of, hey, you can't build a boat, finish the boat, and expect to win yet. You got to sail it. You got to you got to drive it. And yeah. so that's what we do. And we communicate uh, through consistency. And the last thing of what Baller does is we not only build the boat, drive the boat, but we drive it often. You cannot win in, on, in, in this world, in business. You cannot win by the, by the society's definition uh, of winning in business uh, unless you're consistent. So I could put marketing out. I could offer a great product. And I could have all the things in line. I could have the great boat. I could be sailing it. And it could actually take off and everybody could love it day one. But yeah. if I don't sail it or take it out every day or every week, people won't trust me. So I have to continue to, for example, COVID-19, right? Yeah. I'm sure you can't open your feed right now without seeing baller advertising. <laughs> you can't. In Spokane right. and Coeur d'Alene, there's not a chance you're going to open your feed and not see advertising from baller media. That is consistent, right? So yeah. I don't care if you respond to the ad. I care that when COVID's over, you reflect and contemplate and you remember when it's time, like, like when it's time to do your marketing again, you're like, damn, who are the only people that I've seen the past six months? You've seen Baller Media because now that implements a, uh, that implements a, uh, a message of trust. You right. know that through the hardest times in our economy, Baller was right in front of you, waiting for you to make a, make a move. And we're here. So when you reach out, you've not only experienced the foundation of my company, the communication of my company, but you've also experienced the consistency of my company. Yeah. And so yeah. you enter in with a, you enter in with an element of rapport. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> no, that's perfect, man. That's awesome. And I have been seeing those ads everywhere and man, it's so good to, to see those running around. You started this Instagram live interviews. I've been blessed to actually be part of that. Well, thank you so much for that. But why did you decide to start doing those? I don't know. I don't know. Just cause. <laughs> Dude, they're just, super cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? I didn't do that. I stopped. You were the last one and I stopped doing them uh, oh, okay. recently just because uh, honestly, man, I love them. And uh, I think that they might look cool because I have a whole marketing company to make them look cool. Right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like I think that's really neat but I don't know I just wanted to there was my way of keeping in touch yeah. you know um I don't I don't know it was just something to do right now I'm, I'm at home just like everybody else sure. uh, or in a field and leather, leather chair you know but I I am not out uh, we're not working in the office that right. was just one way to but not, that being said there are other great people that are doing the same thing there's so many you're doing it right now and I think that's but, but what's cool about you is you've been doing this for a while. This is old hat. You've been yeah. killing it. Trying. Still learning, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're good at it, man. Well, thank you. What's been your favorite part of being an entrepreneur? My favorite part. Man, that is a hard question because I don't have a lot of favorite parts of it. Mm. Uh, I'll be honest, man. I think the favorite part, but this is going to go real deep and personal with me. Yeah, my favorite part of being an entrepreneur is what it showed about my character. Mm. Like I did not do it for the right reasons. I did not do it. CJEP and the growth and the videos were literally actions of an insecure and 
hurt, broken person that was burying personal pain that has just recently this year. Basically, my personal life was at its limit and it said, no more of this, no more burying, no more work, no more. And you can call it a nervous breakdown, you can call it whatever. I don't know what I call it. All I know is it got my attention. You know in your heart when things are coming to their limit. Yeah. And what I love about the human spirit and the soul of your, of, a, of a person is it does have limits. And yeah. I think that's awesome. It tells you when it's had enough without your permission. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it's taught me. And now I, uh, I, uh, what entrepreneurship has taught me now is that I don't need it to be happy. Right. Uh, which actually opens up a considerable amount of freedom. So, uh, for example, we have a client that pays us a $10,000 a month, right? They pay baller $10,000 a month to do their marketing. And that's normal. I mean, that's, so that happens, right? That's great. I'm so blessed and fortunate to have a company, but obviously it costs money as well to run the company. Yeah. You have employees, whatever. I don't care. See how I justify all of it because <laughs> I'm afraid that people know that what you make, that is, that is a wrong way to speak. Uh, but I have a client that pays that. I remember during this time of growth, of just identifying my pain and trying to work through it, is their payment declined. It was just because of their card was their card expired. It was not no, it was no financial problem. But I didn't actually the old Corey would have monitored that payment and all of our payments every day. And then I would have woke up at like 6 a.m. on the on that day of accounts receivable would come in. And I would look right away before I did anything, coffee, before I kissed my wife, before I uh, did anything. That was what I did. Right? I looked to see where our money was and what happened with the accounts receivable that night. Hmm. And um, and if, it, if there was any declines, I'd be like, I'd be like addressing it. I'd be like, emailing and panicking and be like oh my god oh my god but lately through my time of just like trying to be a better person and trying to understand what's important i let it it actually declined and i didn't i didn't even know it until it was like four four days had passed and i thought when i found out that it declined and four days had gone by i felt so much cathartic relief about it I just felt so peaceful that it didn't rule me anymore. And the reason, the reason it didn't rule me anymore was out of force. Mm -hmm. My psyche, my ego was like just absolutely destroyed by my soul. And it was like, didn't like, there was just no room and my soul just took over and said, there's no more room for this. We have to step in for Corey because he's not making the decisions. Yeah. anymore we're going to make the decisions and it was so broken that all the things i used to do like check the accounts receivable were over and i finally came to and saw it and i was like oh my god like i didn't even see that for four days and it felt awesome <laughs> and i probably just went and had coffee with my wife that day and i didn't even address it yeah and it and guess what everything's fine <laughs> right i'm wow. still alive <laughs> yeah yep 
No kidding. Now, a few years back, you started this thing where you kind of give a random shout outs to just essentially people you're interacting with throughout the day. You did it for a full year. It inspired me to start the fighter shout out of the day for top rated May in January, 2019. I'm still going into 2020. Why'd you do that? Because for me, like it's been such a, a huge blessing to be able to connect with people yeah. through fighters and things like that. But why did you decide to start to do that? Uh, yeah, it was called, it was in 2016. It was called Corey's 365. Okay. Hash, it was hashtag Corey's 365. And it was just a project that I thought I could do. I was like, I can tell somebody something nice. Like we can say something nice about a person every day. It's very easy, yeah. very easy to do this. So I did it every day. The only difference was I put my phone in my face and I did it on video and posted it on Facebook. And so it would say like, I'd tag Eric Allen and I'd do a little bullet and then I would do 42 out of 365 let's say it was the 42nd day yeah and then i would say hashtag Corey 365 and i do it every day and the thing was is it had such an impact on people around me which was great still like we're talking about it right now this right four years ago and we're still <laughs> talking about it yep like it, it does amaze me to think that something so simple yeah can have a ripple effect that lasts for four years like to me, that's such a long time ago, but still today people share their video. Yeah. I don't, I'm still dropping my head around that. <laughs> so like, but in the end, I didn't do anything special. I just like, Eric, if I told you to say something nice about one of your friends right now, I just said like, say a friend, like you have a friend named John or something. And I say, say something nice about John. What's nice about him? You would say a few things. Yeah. All's the difference. I just did it on camera and okay. every day. I just woke up and I did that and I could easily do it right now. I could pull up my phone. I could hold it in front of my face. Say, I like, you know, today I want to say something nice about my friend, Eric. He is just an awesome entrepreneur, but what I love most about him is his dedication and his commitment to his family. I have spoken to him privately and publicly. And one thing that always comes out about Eric is his love and his commitment to his wife and his children. And I just think that it's so admirable. And that is something that I would like to have in my life more. Anyways, just want to give you that shout out, Eric. Hey, thank you. I hit, and I hit stop, right? That is true. Yeah. But I didn't plan I it. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, but it's true. Like, yeah. but I just didn't plan saying that. So I just do it on a camera. Yeah. Upload that to Facebook and do it every day. And I cool. did it for 365 days. It's not that. It's just, and it just takes off on its own. So the reason was, because I can. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, man. What's the best piece of advice that you've ever been given or you've seen? Uh, I don't know. You can never really rate your advice through your whole life, right? Because I think that advice or that you're given is subject to the time you're in. That's uh, true. So I, yeah. so I could tell you the best piece of advice I've got was probably the last week uh, that it's because it's so it's so real in my heart is and I needed it was two pieces of advice from my in-laws number one do not ever ever respond or act out of emotion mm. your emotions are liars and they are just there to help you 
or to notify you of pain or something, but they are not decision makers. They do not define truth. I can tell you right now that I could tell you a truth right now about this present time that wouldn't be necessarily true in the long run. It would just be true right now. And a truth right now does not mean it's true forever. So to be able to act out of that truth in the moment is not good. It is not healthy. So I, you know, I could say, I could say anything, right? I could say, man, I'm just not feeling very good right now. And I feel like I'm a failure. That is true. I do feel, I I don't feel like that right now, but it's an example. Yeah. I could say, Eric, I feel so much like a failure. I am a failure. That's how I feel right now that I am a failure. That is true. Mm. Right. That's true. Right now. I do feel like that. Therefore, a person who acts on that feeling and says, they are telling the truth, but it's not the truth. The truth is that you are not that. You are just experiencing that emotion. And so to be able to act out of that emotion hurts others. It hurts others. It hurts your atmosphere, your environment. It hurts your whole life if you're acting out of emotion. And so I was told by my father-in-law, never do that. Ever, ever, ever. That is a lie. You need to just understand what is the truth always. Yeah. Truth always is, you know, the truth always is the truth always for you. Mm. Uh, What is your boundaries? And whatever your boundaries and commitments are, those are what you stick by. Even in moments of, I want to give up. I don't like this. Um, Yeah. That's awesome. I want to do a transition to a couple fun questions here for us about these things. They're called pod decks. Essentially, they're just random questions for us podcasters. I'm going to pull one out. Hopefully, it doesn't flop, and we'll see how it goes, man. (laughs) What's the funniest name you can think of for a pet? (laughs) Oh, funniest name for a pet? Yeah. Argyle. Argyle. (laughs) That's a good one. What's your biggest fear? My biggest fear. I don't know. I don't know. That'd be a hard one to really think about. Yeah. I don't like to answer that one lightly, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It would, like for it would me, be very. <laughs> it would be very impulsive for me to answer a question like that. Yeah. 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 I, I think a fear right now, like we could say a truth right now, a biggest fear would be in my life right now is to. Uh, somehow lose control of taking care of myself Mm. yeah yeah but that's that's a a fear i have control over you know i i can i can manage it as long as i stay true but yeah i don't know that's the best one i can think of okay cool i'm a music guy what's the favorite band for you or what's a favorite type of music that you like to listen to i like low-key like gentle music i uh i love old 60s music a lot too but my favorite band is uh, my favorite band is a, a band called uh, Cigarettes After Sex. Okay. That's the band name. And they're yeah. awesome. Uh, and if I could, they're, they're the band I would love to see the most. Um, I like Bon Iver and I like John Mayer. I like just chill music. I like a lot of piano music. I, okay. like, uh, I like a lot of like, uh, and then also I do love 60s love music. So like last night, you know, we listened to Sleep what is it sleepwalker what is like in the movie la bamba it was really cool. oh anyway. yeah yeah okay <laughs> that's awesome yeah. last question for you does it take money to make money it's easier 
It's easier, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for but sure. but then it comes easier. However, dude, does it take money to make money? Oh man, that is such a such a broad statement. Because yeah. sure, let's say you have a million dollars, but do you know how to use it? And the only right. way you know how the only way you know how to use it to make it is experience. So you need yeah. both. You need experience and money to make it the easiest. Yeah. Uh, you can have experience and no money and make money. Right. But you can also, you really, I don't think you can have money and no experience and make money. <laughs> That's, true. <laughs> That's true. I think so. So I would say no. Yeah. But it helps. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Corey, it's been such an honor to have you on my show, man. Thank you so much for opening up and sharing your story, man. Unbelievable. Thank you so much, man. Oh, thanks, man. It was a journey. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for watching this video today. I really appreciate it. If you could go and share this everywhere you can leave us a review leave us a rating we would really appreciate it that helps us get the word spread out about our podcast and about our show and we can bring you amazing stories of the people that we bring on for the bearded biz and the top rated mma show thank you again have an awesome day